Here's a story from The World. The Supreme Court has spoken. DACA stands. The court upheld the Deferred Action for Childhood Arrivals program in a 5-4 to four decision today. The program allows immigrants who come to the U.S. as children, often without authorization, to live here with less fear of deportation. Supporters chanted home is here last fall when the Supreme Court heard the case. It centered on whether President Trump's move to end the Obama-era program in 2017 was illegal. The president voiced his displeasure today in a tweet, saying the ruling was, quote, horrible and politically charged. But many others are celebrating. That includes about 700,000 DACA recipients who are now out of legal limbo. And Juan Escalante, who is with Forward U.S., a bipartisan immigration policy group. He's also a DACA recipient, originally from Venezuela. Escalante joins us from Washington. Well, I got to tell you, I'm supremely elated and excited. Uh, you know, when it comes down to the Supreme Court, I think a lot of us who have had or witnessed cases uh, that have significant impact on the fabric of American life go into it with a certain level of anxiety. Uh, for us, that anxiety has culminated today in a positive ruling by the court in which we have discovered that once again, the courts have sided with DACA recipients and with DREAMers and handed a defeat to the Trump administration by telling them that their acts and their actions to try to uh, eliminate the program back in 2017 were in fact illegal. And just what this means for DACA, is it a clear win? Does the program get reinstated? And will new immigrants be able to apply for the program? The program has been reverted by the Chief Justice, Justice Roberts, back to its original stance back in 2012, and has told the administration that their acts to try to wind it down were in fact incorrect, and they violated the law in doing so. You know, I have not forgotten that we still live under an administration that has acted against immigrants at every step of the way. So We'll need to examine very clearly what the White House instructs the Department of Homeland Security, USCIS, and what the Trump administration will do next. This decision, while it is a positive one, leaves the program in place. And while it does tell the president that he acted illegally, it still leaves the opportunity for the president to terminate the program on his own accord, where he do it to do it in in a different manner than Mm. the way that they did it back in 2017. So I think the message is clear. You know, the court has ruled the Trump administration took this to court for two and a half long years. And at the end of the road, they lost against all odds. Right. I mean, it is a win, but at 5-4, a narrow win uh, and an outcome that wasn't at all predictable. The the court has favored several of the Trump administration's harder line immigration policies and previous decisions. What were you expecting, Juan? I'm a little bit older in the DACA spectrum of things. I'm 31 years old. A lot of the people who are beneficiary of the programs are much younger. But I've been essentially an immigration advocate for almost half of my life. I started doing this work since 16. And in order to do this work, you have to have essentially a sense of of hope because without it, you can't advance. And I say that not just because we live under an administration that uses its position of power to wield attacks against immigrants. I say namely because I have seen the so-called DREAM Act pass and fail in Congress. Mm. I have seen, you know, mass deportations of people under Democratic and Republican administrations. And I have seen immigration reform packages come and go. And I think that for you to continue to essentially be behind this work and continue to move forward with it, you need to have a sense of hope. It may sound kind of silly, but that's the way that I I presented myself today. I told myself that I wasn't going to be scared that I wasn't going to let this essentially slow me down in life and that, you know, whatever happened, you know, would happen. And guess what? 
the court realized that the best outcome was to make sure that they ruled with the law and with the facts. Personally for you, Juan, I mean, this is not the end of the road, but it's a big day, it sounds like. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think overwhelmingly, you know, for me, uh, this reaffirms for people right out there that we want to continue to put our our best foot forward. Mm. What this means for a lot of people who are watching this is that there is still hope and that this program, even though it continues to be a fragile exercise in discretionary action that allows us to, you know, be spared from deportation work and drive without the fear of deportation in two-year increments, the program's still here. And what the White House needs to understand is is that they lost and that they need to back off from any attacks. And simultaneously speaking, it also means that for the allies and for the millions of people who continue to support us, the time is now. We need to seize this opportunity, call on our elected leaders in Congress, and have them pass legislation that codify these protections into law. At a five to four vote, do you think the message from the Supreme Court is strong enough that the Trump White House will stop those attacks? I, I can't give you any sort of certainty of that. This has been one of the most unpredictable uh, administrations that have has done away with the quorum. A normal president will see this as a decisive defeat and will step away and you know realize that. Uh, who knows what his advisors, primarily Stephen Miller, uh, who is basically an immigration hawk, mm. will say and do in the next coming days. And while it is a moment of celebration, and I got to tell you, I'm definitely excited given everything that has happened, we continue to be very vigilant because if we know anything, it's just this White House does not give up. What does today's ruling change about how you view the United States, Juan, and how immigrants are seen within the country? I think ultimately this is another uh, step in the right direction. But at the same time, you know, it's it's just one step of many we continue to witness unspeakable horrors at the national level. It wasn't too long ago that we were protesting children in cages. It wasn't too long ago that, you know, the Trump administration shut down asylum processes and that is trying to essentially undo the legal immigration system. While this is welcome news, right, it's not essentially the end of the road. And I have to recognize that and I have to say that out loud. We have to keep pushing. The work doesn't end. Juan Escalante is with Forward U.S., a bipartisan immigration policy group. He's been speaking with us from Washington. Thank you very much, Juan, for your time. Thank you. The legal battle over DACA goes back years. The twists and turns are a reminder of American politics, but also the deep impact DACA has had on the lives of immigrants. Check out a DACA timeline and the story it tells. Our team has that for you at theworld.org.